giggly today, and I am doing nothing. That and is for a some lie. Reason. That is a complete lie. And you know what? I have receipts because if you're watching this on <laughs> I Patreon, receipts. I gotta cry. If Stop. you're watching this on Patreon. We start recording that first, and Sarah did funny stuff <laughs> on there, but she doesn't know that it's funny, but it really, really was. And then I'm the crazy one because I can't get a hold of my giggling. Okay, oh, episode, my gosh. episode 610, Brain Candy Podcast. Sarah's being yes. funny and then blaming it on me. I am just in a good mood. I am cranking out... To- projects around the house i did so much today i built a bed i put a cabinet together i hang up hung up hooks i i did everything and i even made candles in between it all sarah's like canning for winter she's like a homesteader over there wow of course it's for summer to keep what? the bugs away. Yeah. Oh, you made citronella or something? I what? did. I made a bug off candle. I also made some pine scent ones. Made some for the BF for his BD. That's birthday. <laughs> Not fake dick. <laughs> see? See, you guys? She's just seeing what she's doing. It is a thing that she's doing. And then she's like, what? What? That's what? not even funny. What? Oh, I'm just in a good mood. Maybe that's it. Well, I because I, I have a house. Support that. Well, I'm sure. Like the bar was so low, you had so nothing. Low. I had no idea how good it would feel to have a morning routine again. Jeez. I'm like, yeah, I mean, five down months. The staircase, like I'm walking on sunshine. Like it's the wow. best. Yeah, a washing machine in my house. Oh my god, <laughs> treats. Yeah, I mean, there is something to that where, you know, if you have nothing. Then when you just get a little something, it feels like you've won the lottery. How do we sustain that feeling, though? Because keep that's the bar the ch- low. That's <laughs> don't be optimistic. Low bar lifestyle. <laughs> Did you just think of that right there? No, that is a that is a home edit special. That, low bar lifestyle. They do yeah, that. Yeah, TM. I don't know what they mean because the home edit is all about the high bar. Right. I mean, well, that's all- they, they, that's like the whole thing. If you follow them, which is so fun not. to do, um, uh, they keep it like real, even though like it's kind of like what you say. You have to do that stuff and maintain order, or else you go cuckoo crazy. Well, they're yeah. like, we are cuckoo crazy, and like and look, we- <laughs> low bar lifestyle. Like her parenting style and your parenting style, same. <laughs> you would fucking love Clea. Clea, okay. Yeah, she was actually just diagnosed with stage two breast I cancer and just that. had double mastectomy. So, yeah, hope she's feeling better. Yes. Shout out her. to her because. Shout out to her for helping me earn a pretty penny on uh, investing in the container store right when that show aired. <laughs> that was smart. Smart. I didn't get out as early as I would have liked to to make as much as I would have liked to, but still I mean, made it. Hey. Made more than I lost in Vegas. So. <laughs> okay. We're well, winning. winning. Today is a Susie day here at Brain Candy, which means I'm responsible for the content. So, buckle up. I don't, I, this is the low. I'm supposed to be low barring it. Now I'm high barring it. Like it's gonna be amazing. It always is. My. I mean, I tell you about people who eat themselves so <laughs> i kept thinking about that picture you sent me dude. of the dude the meat it's Nobody's not right like i don't i wish i hadn't seen it it's but i'm going to share it on instagram would so. you think less of me if i now all of a sudden maybe it's because i just haven't eaten today i'm in the mood for fajitas no i wouldn't but if you were in the mood for human fajitas well no Susie. i'm never gonna do that Mostly because I've never tried it before, so how can I know what it tastes like? What if we did? Okay, what if those I'm never, people? I'm never going to do that. I was not real, guys. What if those people that ate the food, the human tacos, yeah. <laughs> reported back and were like, "That was the best thing I've ever eaten." Would that change your position? It Absolutely not. not. No. I think just like anything, you know how they, they say the best bottle of wine. Is enjoy is the one that you enjoy with good friends. 
Yeah. Something like that. Like That's a you know, false statement, but but like you can have like a crappy bottle of wine. Not crappy, but you can have like a, a you can have a really <laughs> amazing You can have an amazing bottle of wine with shitty people and it's not good. So That's I think true. maybe That's true. this could be an amazing meal, but the fact that you're eating human flesh makes it not good. Right. When the company is your own leg. <laughs> When you're the company and the meal. Do you think it makes it worse if it's your own flesh? For, ooh. I I did have a moment where, so um, if you know me personally, you may know that I struggle with nail biting. Yeah. And oh, that's true. Okay. So. Interesting. I, I, sometimes when I want long nails, I will, look, and they're not too bad if you see on Patreon. No, they're that, better than mine. Uh I try really hard not to do that, but what I sometimes do is I will bite at my cuticle, and then sometimes I have to like spit it out because I think oh, you're a cannibal. <laughs> right, you're. A Where's the line? Mm-hmm. How much skin does one need to ingest before they are before it qualifies? Wait, wait. before you count as a cannibal? So that so I try to think about things. To prevent myself from doing things that I don't like, like it's like a disorder. It goes with ADHD. A lot of people with ADHD have skin picking disorders where they just like bite their nails or chew the inside of their cheek or what, like Why any though, number. Why Sarah? Why is that? Uh, there are a few different reasons. Like it's a, it can relieve it's like a little teeny tiny little bit of an anxiety relief. It feels like you're in kind of in control of something in the same way I'm good at we were just talking about how I'm good at at unpacking and projects when you first move in because I can see what's right in front of me and I know what to handle it almost feels like this is a problem right in front of you you have a hangnail well you know how to handle that you should pick at it and I can't focus on anything else but that thing right in front of me and then there they do say that there's a little bit of like serotonin and dopamine that's released when you pick it yourself and that it could be just an addiction to that, that the the little relief that comes with it, and you're just caught in this cycle of doing it, that it provides relief. But it's definitely linked to times when I'm stressed out. Um, so I have to come up with clever ways to trick myself, to like mentally outsmart my own brain into not doing those kind of things. COVID was fantastic because I was like, everything's covered in germs. Don't put your hands in your mouth. And I definitely stopped. My, my nails were never better but as i've just kind of like been spending time alone by my house and you just don't you know yeah. you like have those habits you're like okay well workarounds my hands are clean now what so uh, right. i have to think about things like you're a cannibal and then it'll make me stop <laughs> cannibal. yeah i do wonder though like if is there any kind of hierarchy like if i were to eat my own flesh is that somehow oh, more disgusting that's like god stop saying it you, that's like mastication masturbation right <laughs> That is what that is. Because yes. that's what that... Yes. It's eating... Yes. Your, okay. And... Self... Ma- it is. Self-mastication. That's hilarious. It's so gross. Anyway, and moving fun on. fun to talk about. It really is. We, we're making the world a better place over here at the Bank Candy Podcast. We're just normalizing talking about weird stuff. Because yes. everybody wants to. But some people are like, no, we're too brainy. And we're like, guess what? We also bring we the candy. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's a perfect balance. Right. Did you Plus watch? That was my episode. So how about yours? Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset, hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. 
So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Did you watch the um, Abercrombie documentary? Oh, I am dying to. Can I just tell you? (laughs) Yes. My most recent long-term ex-boyfriend, I don't know how you call it, most recent person I dated long term who is now an ex yeah was an abercrombie and fitch model like like person who stood at the store without a shirt on oh my god yeah i was like wow we are two different kinds of people also like prom king the whole thing right so he worked at the store and as they show in the documentary, the guys often would be shirtless, like walking yeah. around with like jeans. Yeah. Listen, and I am not complaining because you like somebody that. who was with him. You think he should never I would wear encourage a shirt. him to Well, I mean yeah. yeah, okay, if you gotta flaunt it. All right. Well I think I've realized that I'm kind of like one I, I'm kind of like I don't know what's wrong with me. I'm like, yeah, woo, take your shirt off, guys. Like, say that to, like, most. I'm totally objectifying them. It's terrible. I don't think that that is even, I mean, that's odd that they made, they had their employees do that. But I don't think that that's really the problem. The problem is that they only wanted people that looked a certain way without their shirt on. Absolutely. And And see, that's where I was going to say I'm more inclusive. Because, like, the range of people who I think should not be wearing a shirt is very broad that's true yeah Yeah. i can see that in you and i mean the person you're referring to happens to be a person of color right correct if i'm looking at your timeline here Mm -hmm. um but the a lot of the documentary of course is about how they um discriminated against people of color um and admitted it like (laughs) this isn't some sort of conspiracy they were like the shirt i saw some pictures of some of the shirts that they made, they were racist as all heck. Racist and yeah. totally inappropriate. Like, I feel like I remember there being those, like, uh, um, play on words. Like, yeah, they loved that. This person's poker hall, like, poker in the back, liquor in the front. Ugh. But, like, liquor, L I Q U O R. Yes. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> a pun and i remember like being at that age and going oh that's so funny and like that's cool like thinking that ew well that's the thing is they were trying to appeal to a particular um age group that is not known for their sophisticated sense of humor i mean high schoolers like are barely out of the fart joke era i was never able to shop at abercrombie because i did not fit into the sizes what i didn't when I was in junior high, I did not fit into Abercrombie and Fitch. They did oh not make clothes. Oh my god! That I mean, they me. talked about that. That they. I was would a not... size thirteen and fifteen when I was in junior high. Yeah, they refused to make like extra large. 13. Yeah, didn't fit into it. Maybe a baggy shirt. Really? Now my uniform. It's all I wear. Yeah. Wow. I, I couldn't. God. Did you ever? So when you go, okay, you didn't go into the store. Hell no. I was the exact person they didn't want. This was a, this is a lot of that culture is why I became Tuesday sacrifices, why I dyed my hair black. It was like to go the opposite direction. I remember, uh, there was a group of girls at school who I was kind of like right on the outskirts of being friends with. And then like things went in one, I went in like I just was, I don't know. I, I was me. I was too quirky. I was weird. I get it. Like, mm-hmm. and that is high school. now, ladies. Yeah. But uh, uh, one of the girls, and they were very like religious, and like we went to we went to church group together, 
And then oh I started God. asking questions. That and they is were like, a big no no. No. <laughs> and uh, that's when I dyed my hair black and everything. But one of the girls I hung out with, I remember her name, but I like don't want to say it. You're not here, doing a her, shout out. Her no, no shout out to this. Her brother was an Abercrombie and Fitch model and with, like running with the football and everything. And it felt like that was a world that I didn't have access to. Like I was the quirky, weird, kind of kind of oddball friend. Like, you know, the, yeah. I, there it was me and there were there were there were a couple of us. So now, you know, we're like the cool ones now. Well, but yeah. They Obviously. were appealing. I feel like they were trying to appeal to people that peak in high school. A hundred percent. Because all these people I'm thinking about, that's why I was, I'm like, who's laughing now, ladies? Yeah. Like, but as a poor person, I mean, which, by the way, I a couple people, when I asked what offended them about me or about our show or anything we've said, yeah. talked about how I won't, I don't, I like to wear my shoes in the house and like, they they felt yeah. that it was me being a snob that like I was like who cares we'll just like replace the carpet no way can-. and I was like it's the opposite I'm so white trash that I don't care if the carpet gets ruined <laughs> but my point in this context is yeah that- that's why it's okay if if you spill at Susie's house you don't need to feel bad about it one no. time my dog scratched up her door and she was like I don't care we rent and I was like ah, I'm but it's not snobbery like, it's it's um, fine. It's not because I just think, oh, I'll just replace it. It's because I grew up in the house that is barely, it should be condemned, basically. Like, I just don't notice that stuff. But anyway, the point is that to me, Abercrombie was beyond out of my price range. Yeah. And so when I finally got cast on road rolls at 18, I bought two things there as like, I practically had to get out a personal loan to do it. Yeah. What'd you you buy? I bought a pair of yes, I do. Of course you do. I bought a pair of jean shorts with like a drawstring. A dream to fit into those jean shorts. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And just a white, like what do they call this? Oh, logo tee. No, just a rib. No, just a rib. Oh, you really that you really were buying the cheapest things there. Yeah. Yeah, and it wasn't even about the logo. It was about like I thought these were super high quality pieces. They're so not. They're so mass-produced bullshit. So stupid. But to me, that was like, okay, I'm going on this show, so I need at least one acceptable pair of shorts and one acceptable tank top. Wow. Wow. Rock bottom. But anyway, the point is that they were trying to be exclusive by design, which is a terrible business model. I don't understand. That is not how you make money. Was it, though? Because as an adult, when I was then able to fit into Abercrombie, there was a part of me that still felt that like I I can't I I I'm aware enough of my own now whatever like like what my automatic brain is doing mm-hmm. to recognize that when I was able to fit into things at Abercrombie I because of that model that they set up mm-hmm. felt like I was it's achieving some t- yeah it, yes. It, and it but, wasn't even for the logo, like, because I didn't buy anything with the logo. Right. But it was like you belong. a society that created value in being small, like valuing women more when they're small, oh, and a yeah. brand that took advantage of that or was, like, paired with that. Right. And so you still desired that feeling like you were – a part of that group. Yeah. Oh man. Well, and it's, I just, it's not even, it's, it wasn't, I was aware that I was doing, I mean, I was an adult. This was, we're talking like 30 years old and mm-hmm. I was like, wow. And I've it was actually it. at a time when I was so, no, it was like at a time when I was so stressed out and in grad school where I couldn't find a lot of clothes to fit into in the other direction because like, my I was so unhealthy in my body. I hadn't worked out. I hadn't taken care of my body. I hadn't eaten. I like I was like sick in the other direction. Then I was able. I was like looking for a brand of clothes I could fit into, and like oh Abercrombie. And I I recognized how wow I'm fitting into the clothes that at a time I 
when I was much healthier. When I was in high school, I was like that because I gained muscle like crazy. I was playing water polo freaking six hours a day, something insane. And I just had thighs that wouldn't quit, yo. And they did not fit into those little Abercrombie shorts. So <laughs> when I was sickly and not taking care of my body, then I could fit into it. So it kind of messed with my head. To, and I was very aware the, of that happening. The same way I was aware of people, especially family members, who were like, oh, my God, you look so good when I was t- feeling terrible. Mm. So well, recently, yeah, my brother recently was like, can I just tell you that finally your face doesn't look like it? Like you were like, it was, you need to like work out and like have some meat Well, on that's bones. nice because I, I could look like Karen Carpenter and nobody in my family would even, they'd be like, are you sure you want that carrot? <laughs> yeah. They're like, mm, what's wrong with you? So. Um, we enjoy a lot of poop stories on the show. So many. It's probably our number one subject. Worthy to number one for your number twos. That's what I'm saying. saying. That's what I'm saying should be the slogan for Coterie, which is a diaper company that we're working with. Yes. Just think about it, Coterie. You're number one for your number twos. Kick around. See what you think. Because they are making diapers that your baby will feel like it's wearing cashmere. Oh, when we want the best for our babies. Well, and more importantly, it's so effective that they say you might actually get to sleep more because the baby is comfy all night. And I'm saying, where were these this diapers? This might be one of those things that we've that's gone so long without an update. We've just kind of accepted it because their target audience isn't really complaining. Right, because they grow out of them eventually. Right, and, and they don't talk. And yes. so I have a feeling that this is something where some redesign and some added comfort might just bring some side effects and that are wonderful. If you're a new mom or expecting or uh, whatevs, uh, Coterie is the highest performing diaper on the market for infants and toddlers with up to two times more liquid capacity and four times faster moisture wicking versus other brands. I am jealous. I wish I had a time machine and could use these for my uh, baby, but I do Aww. have a friend that uses them, and she says they are awesome, highly recommends them. Uh, super great for babies with sensitive skin or even eczema, which is so important. If I had a baby, that would be my baby. <laughs> right. If you have a baby, this is mom. the go-to. Um, they were awarded best diaper and wipes by the bump and parents.com right now. Coterie is partnering with our podcast to offer you 20% off your first order plus free shipping at coterie.com slash brain candy. That's coterie spelled C O T E R I E.com slash brain candy for 20% off and free shipping coterie.com slash brain candy. We love a good, uh, poop story and we love a good poop holder in this case. Um, Okay. Moving on. So you should watch the Abercrombie doc if you haven't yeah. seen it, if you don't know about their discriminatory and exclusionary practices, which are super problematic. Um, it is fun to watch, but it's not like my favorite documentaries are the kind where you have all this like footage from like 20 years ago that mm-hmm. they're putting into it more like family stuff. Yeah. This is more like where people are being interviewed and they're just walking you through the story. Yeah. Which is fine be- too, but the background. Yeah. I'm a big fan of the ones where they go in for one story and then the story. What would be an example the- of that? Freaking tickled. <laughs> right. right, our current doc Also classic. uh uh the 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 jinx. <laughs> yeah. Um uh, what the one about the baby, baby Zachary? Oh right, Susan, yeah. I can name like a million of these. Yeah, these whenever, are like our favorite kind. It's basically the documentaries that you probably would never have seen, except the they had this big yeah. moment that yeah. changed everything, and then it became then a blockbuster type of hit. Yeah, yeah. But it was it was interesting anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. You, my favorite documentary series. Of all time is called the Up series. I think I've talked about it's it. On the it's so show. good. When we first met, you talk, told me about it, and this yes. was we watched. I watched this 
because I just adored you so much that I was like, whatever she likes, I'll probably like. And I did. And it was so good. Well, I think about that often. Yes, I do too. My, well, okay. So the up series started with children in England at seven years old, and then they filmed them every seven years and are still doing it. And they, in 2019, they filmed 63 up. So the cast is now 60. Well, they're 65. I have not seen that one. Yes. Yeah. 63 up. I finally watched it. I wasn't watching it because I, after 49 up, I was so obsessed with these people that I um, emailed the guy, Nick, who's the nuclear physicist and he's a professor and became really close and we've emailed for 15 wow. years and, and are friends, but he has cancer. And so I just didn't want to watch oh, it because yeah. like, it's just too sad for me that he's mm. suffering, but I finally did it because he's been on my mind so much. And anyway, the point is, I just wanted to say, I thought it was interesting now that they're older, that they're kind of doing the thing where they look back and, and say whether the premise of the um, series, which is show me a person when they're seven and I will show you the man or woman. And so they're asking everyone, like, is that true? Like, if you think back to your seven-year-old self, is that an accurate hypothesis or premise? And almost everybody said, yeah, like their essence is still there. And it's almost like um, in the middle it wasn't. Bingo. Right. But Correct. Then, but the early days and the end days kind of bookend yep. and match or yep. mirror image kind of. And they asked them all like about regrets and stuff. So I just yeah. wanted to say what they were because I want to know people's regrets now so I maybe could avoid them. Yes. This right? lines up exactly with what that we were uh, talking about that Jane McGonigal about – People's regrets. I'm I'm curious to see if they're the same as people who have like gone through like tragedies or I'm sure they are. Yeah, tell me, tell me. I mean, it's basically the stuff we already know, but like can't figure out how to prevent, which is like stop worrying so much about your job. Stop yeah. worrying so much about like maybe moving up the corporate ladder or becoming more successful or impressing other people and like Live for yourself more thing. And like you're in kids, like people say, I wish I had more kids. I wish I had invested more time in my kid. Yes. And then I'm like, oh no, I only had one kid. And I'm like, I have no kids. Right. Wait, are we idiots? What are we doing? Are we dumb dumbs in this economy though? (laughs) Well, and it was a different world. Yeah. I mean, things are different now. So I don't know if they would. But I take it to heart and I really reflect on it because there are themes that people say, I wish I hadn't done this and I wish I had done more of this. And they tend to be all the same. Like, yeah, so just don't do those things. Yeah. It's just hard, You spend though. time. You, you spend time with your family. You, like, what are the things on there you felt like you were missing? More kids and then also, like... But can we pull, can we extract like meaning from that? Like, is it more kids or is it more like meaning from that parenting experience or Yeah, some maybe, people said that. Like, I wish I had spent more time with my family. Yeah, so maybe you can, maybe you can achieve that more, like more kids if you don't necessarily, if you can't have more kids or don't want more kids by just kind of being more grateful for what you got. Not like you aren't. I think you were doing just fine. I don't think you're going to have a lot of these regrets. Well, that's what's funny is like, I know why you're saying that because like, if you look at my life, I spend more time with my family than almost anyone I know, but you're my model hashtag goals for relationships and families. But I I love coming over there because I'm like, we're not going to see other people. Just going to be our little nest. It's true. I love it. But you you're the only person that can see inside your brain and what occupies your brain and what stresses you out or what the focus is. So you might be spending a lot of time with 
your family. But where is your brain? Are you present? Are you really appreciating it? And we can all improve in that way. Always. There's plenty of stuff to distract us all the time. Always, always. I tried to have a mindful moment when I was sipping my coffee this morning because I was just like, again, so happy to be you know, have a morning routine. I'm like, man, you really are grateful for this because you didn't have it for so long. How about you just take a, take a breather, take five and really enjoy it. So I like sipped the coffee and thought about what it smelled like and like the perfect temperature and how I got to make it just the right way. And like what the sun, like the whole thing, you just see this is why I'm in a good mood today. That's how I like when you start out and you're being so like, it takes 30 seconds. I said take five, but it was like 30 seconds. That's all it's, you really need. You're it's like, just cool, such a, um, you have to do it every day. Like you have to remind yourself every day of yeah. this stuff. It's not like you make a choice right. and then it's done. It's just like a right. daily thing. That you this is the same as physical health. This is the same as, yeah. you can't just do like a lot of jumping jacks one day and then you're good for the rest of your life. Wouldn't that be nice though? Wouldn't that? But that's not it. It's like. Kind of like breathing. You can't just like take a lot of deep breaths and then you don't have to breathe anymore. No, you got to keep breathing. To stay, yeah, sustained. well, I wish that p- being present and appreciative and all of that were as unconscious and innate as breathing. That would be nice. Practice, practice, practice. Right. I know it's never going to be. Even the people who practice all the time. Okay. It move- never gets better or it never get, it gets e- easier. You just get better. That's what I say. A hundred pounds is always a hundred pounds. You just get better at picking it up. You get stronger. Okay. The more you pick it up. Well, just keep picking them up because if these people are any indication, I don't want to make those same mistakes. I think you're going to be good. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home? isn't a total mystery with bite clear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite clear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Okay. How about how the woman, this was sent to me by a brainiac named Madeline, and really all you need is the headline, which is, oh, the woman who wrote How to Murder Your Husband is accused of murdering her husband. <laughs> Madeline, thank I you I know where that. we should look. <laughs> right? What the heck was she doing? That's like she's got a sign on her door that says, no murderers in here. (laughs) That should be our first place that we look. Isn't it funny, though? This is so often the case. We always talk about this with, like, politicians and stuff. It's not usually the crime that muddles people up. It is, like, the ego and they can't zip it. What do you say? You say it's not the – it's the – Cover up, not the crime. Correct. Yes. That's yeah. it. And in her it's case. It's so true. In relationships too. If somebody does something fucked up, it's not that they, like, I Like if they so, immediately said like, if they're like, right, I, I fucked not up. Not fucked up. Not like that. Not bad. But <laughs> if they like, I don't know, forgot to do something. Yes. I am so sorry. But if they lie about it, come up with some, I'm more upset about that. Than yeah. The original thing you fucked up. I'll give you an example of that. Tell me. Pertaining to the real world New Orleans homecoming (gasps) situation, which we're watching Mm. on Patreon. You guys have to come because- I cannot wait. I cannot wait for this. I have so many thoughts and I'm so invested in all this and I'm friends with some of the people. And so we're talking all the time. And so like, it's going to be wild to watch it. Anyway, on the original real world New Orleans 
No. Okay. Well, you know Julie from that. Sure that do. Show, the Mormon. Julie, I'm gonna unhook your your carabiner. Send you plummeting to your death, Julie. Yep. Okay. So she went on Challenge Mania, and was ref- was he? They asked about that incident with Veronica, where they're okay, way up high. Everyone yeah. seen the clip. She Everybody. seems to be trying to unbuckle a safety where Veronica is going to plunge to her death. Yeah. Everyone is screaming, "Don't do it! Stop, please!" And okay, so she talks about that on Challenge Mania, like. She was like, I was just, I'm really competitive. I definitely wasn't trying to undo her safety buckle. I was just, I forget what she said she was trying to do, but she acted like it was not. Okay, let's say that's true. Let's say it was just like, she thought this is how you play the game of the high wire nonsense. What nobody mentioned on that Challenge Mania interview, but I kept thinking about was how after they came off and they take off all their gear and they're just in the room, um, Julie mocked Veronica by going like, oh, baby, and like pretending to be a baby crybaby thing um, about Veronica being like frightened and truly thinking maybe she was in peril. Yeah. Yeah. And so for me, okay, it's one thing if you do that in the heat of the moment of competition and, like, you don't for know sure. what cord is what. But then afterwards, if you just said, like, I am so sorry. I thought I was playing it right. I messed up. Right. Right. We wouldn't have a problem. All, all would be forgiven. Yes. So. I, I am reminded of one of my favorite quotes from a one Judge Judy <laughs> who says, don't piss on my leg and tell me it's raining. Yes. Like, you knew exactly what you were doing. I don't know it what... my go-to quote. 20 years later, she's being like, what? I, I thought I was playing... No, you didn't. No, you didn't. Shut up. So... the ugh, That must have been terrifying. The good thing is she would have never in a million years had the amount of strength that would have required to lift somebody off and free that carabiner from there because of the nature of carabiners. So if you saw the clip... You saw the clip, right? Yeah. If you were there... Yeah. You would have thought, oh, she's fine. Don't worry, everyone. No, I would have definitely been panicking. Yeah. Like, but I, I don't, like, the cha- the way carabiners are designed, you would have to kind of, like, you know, lift it up. I mean, only up about an inch and a half. So maybe if she moved or wiggled, it would have fallen off. Yeah, it's very dangerous. There's always a safety thing. Like, if you... So I don't think she would have plummeted to her death, but I think if you didn't know how stuff was set up, then yeah, you could. You weren't aware it. of how that were that would have been terrifying. Yeah. Okay, well, the point being that, the fact that she goes there, it's like it's the it's the dirty like play that's like sneaky that right, you know, and then to be like what? Oh my god! I like, right, I don't like any of that. I don't like that. Yes. So if I ever interview her, I'm going to have to be like, Julie, let's, we got to talk about that. Oh my God. She would never. I know. (laughs) know. Okay. Moving on. I, there's really nothing more to that. Maybe she would. I don't know. Woman murdering her husband's story. I just wanted to say that. Oh yeah. Because it's so funny. Okay. But like also how? How? Um, she went to his work. He's a chef and he's had to be there first in the kitchen to prep. And she just went in and shot. Well, someone oh, went in. Wow. Someone. someone went in and shot him. Yeah. And like, I don't think it was her. They, you don't? Well, I mean, I, I think it was her. they but have her like, on video camera driving there. Oh, okay. Like she did it. Because usually women, like, like shooting is very not typical. I thought, I mean, you said he was a chef. I thought we were definitely going with poisoning. But I just wasn't expecting a that... Uh, what's the word? Like bloody and and the violence. Yes, yeah, like yeah. yes, a lot of violence. It's a lot of violence. So ooh, she was angry. <laughs> I think she. They say that she just wanted the the uh, life insurance. Basically, what a bitch. Okay, she's she, crazy. She's yes, cra- she's and crazy. really, I don't think she would have gotten caught. If it weren't for the fact that she had created this blog. If it saying, weren't for those Nebraska kids. <laughs> right. Like Scooby-Doo all the time. Right. I mean, she had this blog where she said, like, 
basically the OJ Simpson if I did it. This is the, well, murderers want to get caught. This just, she, you know what? She should be caught. She should, because that kind of like, I don't know. uh, uh, She's brazen. Crazy. Yeah, brazen. brazen. That kind of brazen attitude about it paired with the the violence. This would, I'd check her background. (laughs) And past pets. (laughs) You think she murdered them? Oh, she sounds like a murderer to me. Wow, Sarah. Probably because of the evidence of her murdering. <laughs> That's the biggest uh, criterion I heard. Murdering yeah. someone. Turns out. Okay. <sighs> Moving on. Uh, 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 uh. Okay. There was the an article in the Washington Post about an influencer who, she's a travel influencer. And I already hate it. Okay. <laughs> Why do you hate it? I don't know. Just like the fact that there are people who get paid to do that is just like. Oh, you're envious. What came first? Chicken or the egg? Oh, for sure. 100%. Really? Well, it sounds Who like- isn't envious of that? It doesn't appeal to me. I mean, travel what? does, but not the influencer part of like posting about it and. Oh, no. All that But if jazz. somebody said, you need to post and I'm going to pay for you to go to Barbie oh, and yeah, here's a yeah. photographer. Yeah, like a one time for sure. I'm not saying no. No, I just wouldn't want to do it for a living. Like I'm tired over here. Well, yeah. Well, okay. she had decided she was going to travel the world, go to all the countries, you know, got, um, you know, sponsorships and all that. No, I'm, not, I'm dead serious. This I was just, her- that, that, I can't believe that there, like we are, we have the problems we have and we're fucking in this just world and we're funding, uh, you know, Krista to go on her like <laughs> journey around the fucking world. Apologies well, to all Kristas. I, yeah. I don't know where that, that name came from. Yeah. So she did this. It's probably not her name. Her name's like. I don't even want to. I don't know her name and I wouldn't say it if I did. Madison. I don't want to give her. An, yeah. She seems like a Madison. Okay. Well, so she got sponsored. She did it. She went all over the world. BBB. Then she starts claiming that she is the first woman to travel to every country in the world. Stop it right now. Who's going to punch her? Who's going to – where are we lining up to punch her in the face? Exactly. So then the women that have done this Do not at me for punching people in the face. That was very – Virtual punches. And said in in jest, is that the word? Sure, yeah. Yeah, that's a joke. So the women that have actually oh. traveled to every country yeah. in the world start, like, messaging her and being like, um, hey, just so you know, like, I already did this and here it's documented and here's, like, for real documentation from the societies of, like, whatever yeah. travel coalition. Yeah. And yeah. instead of being like, oh, oops-a-daisy, she just blocked everybody. No. And kept saying And she's still saying no. it right now. Yes. No, she is. And it's not okay to like you stand on the shoulders of all these women and then this is awful. Yes. She's gross. Well, you know what? The, her time, this is gonna be very people like this don't don't last a long time. You know they're sad. I like to subscribe to that and I tell that to Adam. In fact, in this documentary I saw called The Invis- Invisible Pilot on HBO. They talked about this idea of like they call he called it the law of eventuality. Like eventually the mm-hmm. truth comes out totally. and it, you know you get what you deserve. Mm-hmm. I just don't think that's as true as it maybe used to be especially. That because of the internet and I think it is. I think Oh, you do? Like karma? Yeah. I do. Why? And I think we're Tell me. especially going to see that when people are aging out of it. I think we have not yet seen them reap the karmic, the karmic. I don't think so. Well, like I keep waiting for like Johnny. uh, Yeah. I mean, for instance. That's a great example. But, and then like, you know, some people fail up like Trump, like he bankruptcy after bankruptcy and all this and that. And then he just kept going and then they fail up. I don't want it to be true. Yeah, but I think. I, I think that people, those people, individuals are delusional to how that, that 
even if you don't think that you're stressed, you're often stressed. That you can be blind to a lot of the things that you are experiencing in the way that uh, cutting yourself off from the things that create a healthy and long and rich life like catch up to you. Like I think that uh, superficial friendships, and I'm not saying all these people have superficial friendships, but for example, like maybe for example, superficial friendships do not. Remember when we talked about hugs? Yes, last week, and there were qualifiers, there were qualifications of giving hug. You have to make eye contact. You have to appreciate the other person. Yes. I think that friendships and the the because we talked about this on the show that the things that that uh, contribute to a long and healthy life are like the qualities of friendships you have, the family, the okay. connection that you have. So your meaning, argument, <clears throat> yes. your argument is that the things we talked about regarding sixty three up, those things that like really yes. provide a rich life, yes, where you have people that love you, yes, and. Um, care about you and all that jazz, that they won't have that, even if they are financially successful. And that a lot of times those people believe, I, I remember when I was married and in a relationship with somebody who had access to this world of very wealthy people. Mm -hmm. Like I went to Italy on a, some guy's yacht, like I, like it was insane. And I think about some of the people that I met and the health problems that they have, the interaction they've saw, they would say that they have close friendships. But the people who are their quote-unquote close friends... It's like a fair-weather thing. Yeah. They might be on their payroll. They, they are not making eye contact before they give the hug. I'm it's not one saying... Way. Well, I'm not even arguing, though, that they're happy and fulfilled. Because I don't think that. I think right. you're right. right. And we talk about that yeah. with Johnny, like... It it doesn't really matter what comes his way professionally. It doesn't make it doesn't guarantee that he's happy personally. Right. Okay. And this is not a us saying what kind of life he has. This is no. I just, said not necessarily. It does not. Right. I, yeah. Because I have a feeling people are gonna. No, I'm t- saying it doesn't. Twist that gar- into like I yeah. said, it doesn't guarantee it. It doesn't guarantee Correct. a rich personal life. Right. For anybody. Okay. I can give you that point. But I don't want them to succeed professionally either. I don't want these people to fail up. I don't want this influencer to keep getting deals when she's lied about right. her accomplishments to do so. Right. right. It's just injustice. And I don't. I don't like that. I totally agree. It is not fair that the people who that the people who get this is where you where we have to look at how do you measure success. And how do you, what, because at the end of, at at that end of life, you know, 63 up thing, nobody said, not a lot of people say, I wish I had more money. I wish I, no, nobody said that. So fucking let them have this, let them fail up. Let them have the superficial stuff. Oh, okay. Uh, Rest your head on your millions pillowcases stuff with millions go fucking head but i'm telling you it's not nearly as resting good as resting your head on a pillow next to your little boy that you love totally but i always say happy relationship i agree with you i want both (laughs) right i want the justice and but you don't get that you can have both they and it's going to be more meaningful. And we can't even do the comparison because it doesn't that the I don't know. I just have this attitude of like let them because it doesn't mean anything. Like okay. I, I think I think it it really this is this I think this is where growing up with a little with the privilege that I had like I can I have been I have seen the people who have it and are fucking miserable. Yeah. And so I'm like go ahead. After that basic like after your basic needs are met after you have like enough to be 
able to do the things that you wanted. Like we can't look at another person's uh, – the vacation that was one of the most miserable and, and, and awful for me was one of the ones that looked the best on Instagram. Mm-hmm. So I feel like you can't – we can't look at like – and judge. We can't look and and judge from the outside in. No, that is for sure. Of know that oh, the scales all even out in the end. And I, I never do. think about it or worry about it. Uh, let those people, like the person who's like really stole money from me, like took all that yeah. and and screwed me over. Let go ahead. I, c- congratulations on your jobs and all that. The thing I feel sad about is that it affects the the interpersonal relationships and they that you know, there's the like I, I just feel I don't feel ever um envious or or jealous of the I would feel far worse if you told me that Johnny was happily married and going to have a baby and is like with this person who he's taken and he's showed like change and he's gone to therapy and he's showing up and he's in a communicative relationship with somebody where he like he's able to be the most authentic version of himself and she's able to be her authentic self and they communicate well and blah, blah, blah. I'd be, I'd be like, what you that, but we, that's not what we see. Well, no, you'll never see that. Don't worry. Right. So I'm fine because I got the things that really matter and things that really bring meaning and value. And like, I am rich. So I don't worry about any, but like, and you shouldn't either. Okay. Let, them, let them have I, the, you know, I think about all this. I, I, I just, I, I have to roll my eyes. I have to be like, who's measuring this success? By what scale? Okay, well, like, let's do it professionally then. Let's yeah. say he became a therapist and then became... Oh, hell most... no! Well, that's what I'm talking about, ding dong! Professional! See? Like, when it's your profession, you get it. Really? I work in TV. I work in, right, well, entertainment. In all fairness, I will say, that is something that kind of irked me about people... Uh, who don't have the credentials being called relationship quote unquote experts. Okay, this is what I'm saying. I am somebody who's put years into get, correct. Okay, I'm totally with you. Fuck Thank that shit. you. It'd be like if you let's say you were a stand up comic and you okay. had toiled away for 20 years and then Dane Cook okay. comes in with his dumb dick Fuck jokes or that. whatever and cuts I in line. It makes I you mad. I totally get that. Yeah, if it, uh-huh. And I did feel that. Yep. But then you go back to the that what that person said about eventually. Yes, you, you get do, found out. That's what I'm saying. Though you do, that's it's a it. constant thing where you have to remind that's yourself it. all the that's time. It. Oh, full circle here. I'm glad. <laughs> I know. I'm, I I came around. I totally see. As soon as you put it in that context of like, I get it now because that is something where I'm like, wait. It's just like only oh. one person here. Has the actual credentials to do this. Yes. And nobody's talking to them. Like that is crazy, crazy, crazy to me that people will take the word of people who have absolutely no (laughs) real back, whatever. Uh, the, The same... I, 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 there are so many times where I'm like, why didn't they go to Susie for that quote? Yeah. Why right. did they get a quote of somebody who has no idea what they're talking about? Well, and, and that's all fine if the person they went to you see as like your peer and someone who deserves right, it. Correct. But when it's some doofus, you're like, right. really? I get it. Oh, really? God. Universe? Yeah, I'm like, really? Really? But it it's, is fun it's, when it's it going to be out. on the micro level than the macro level. That's that. This is why we as humans were not supposed to to be connected or know as many people as we do. Yeah. This is exactly why we're supposed to have that um, 
oh, I can't remember the name of the woman who created this, this diet, but she said you're, you're supposed to have five really, really, really close friends, like people who you'd like, this is like your go to bad people. Uh, I think it's like 10 or 15, like acquaintances, like, you know, people who are like close friends, but you know, maybe they come over to your house for a birthday, 50 people that you know by name after that strangers, nobody else, <laughs> strangers. everybody else is just like question mark. I see yeah. them like you're not supposed, cause we can't handle that much. Yeah. We know too exposure. many people. Too many. Too ah. many. There are too many people. Too many people. <laughs> I've talked for way too long about nothing. I'm glad we got there though. That really felt good. Yeah. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. Would you like to hear about the invention of jaywalking or the how to be hot subreddit? <laughs> I'm going to go invention of jaywalking just because okay. of the personal experiences I have had almost getting tickets for jaywalking. Oh, okay. Great. <laughs> I didn't even know that. That's really Yep. Fun. This is my go-to excuse. Officer, I, I'm so sorry. I just moved here from New York City. Why does that work? Because that is one of the only states where the pedestrian has the right of way, like the, or they don't like, they're able to cross the street. I can't remember what it is like, like, but ultimately it's the driver's responsibility to not hit them is what you're saying. I believe, I believe, I think in California that is the case too, but like jaywalking is not, I don't know. I don't think it's a crime. Like I'm, I may be very wrong. All I know is that that has worked on two different occasions. Okay, well, I read this article about how jaywalking was an invention of the auto industry. And up until, you know, the car, and especially when, like, people really started getting cars and there were so many of them, you know, pedestrians were running the show. I mean, if there was a street, a cobblestone or whatever, I mean, you might have a horse or two. But for the most part, it's just like people. People walk down the street. Yeah. Obviously. We're walking. That's their domain. And then when cars came about, um, it became very dangerous for people and people were pissed because they're just living their life the way they always did. And now this fucking giant machine comes down and kills people. And I can imagine the guys who got these cars were you not know exactly. The yeah. Yeah, they're the same guys who are revving their engine and are going like with their motorcycle, and you're like, oh, f- oh okay, we get, we get it. it. For fuck's sake, Adam was that's just, the I guy. wish I was as cool as that guy. Juicy, um, crazy. In 1925, one third of all traffic deaths were children, even because that's <gasps> where kids played, and um, half of, of those kids were killed on this. their home blocks, like just right out in front of their house, like just hanging out. And so, oh, and J was a word at that time that meant like kind of like our equivalent of a redneck. So it was like uncultured person. So they made it the portmanteau, like jaywalking, like you're so stupid. The auto industry came up with this word to be like, you're such a bumpkin that you don't know how roads work and cars work and you're poor and such a loser. And so that's why they called it jaywalking. And then wow. they you probably ran... keep your shoes on inside. <laughs> right. Jaywalker. Yeah, what Walk are you across a the street and my living room in those shoes. <laughs> I'm I totally kidding. I'm kidding. 
I know. I just read an article about how, you know, everyone talks about how germs, I get it, whatever. I'm like, I don't care. But then they were like talking about how if you go out in the grass or wherever you get all the pesticides on your shoes and then you track them in, it's just like, there's very little of pe- of articles that are on my side about this yeah, none. debate. There is Correct. one, but I... Including was- your BFF who's like, I now have carpet. You're going to have to take your shoes off. Yeah, Kelly... No, me. Oh, because she just told me that. My friend Kelly, she just said oh that God, to me. Oh, my God, this is hilarious. She goes, listen, you Kelly's can Kelly's going to love that line from our that clip. I, on the other hand, might have to, like, well, process you, it for a little while. You have how... never made that announcement to me. This is on the air the first time you've told what, me. What, that I'm I have gonna... carpet or that I'm your BFF? No, that you're going to make me take my shoes off at your house. Oh, well, yeah, because we haven't talked about my carpet before. Yeah, so I didn't know that you were referring to yourself because... Correct. Fair. So I fair, thought fair, I must have fair. told this you're story the on the show about how Kelly yes. said that to me. Yes. Because ah. last time I was at her house, Well, was like, I agree with Kelly with most things. All things. So... You... You're going to make me take my shoes off at your house. Is that what you're telling me? Yeah. It's carpet. What if this is the reason we break up? (laughs) She's like, I'm never coming to your house because you have carpet. I can't believe you said, yeah, because carpet. Like as if that means anything to me. Because like here's the thing. I'm so mad. I, in California, I wouldn't have given two fucks. Yeah. What's happened to you? You've changed. Weather. I have changed. Yeah, and I so know what the you mean. The so weather. has the seasons. So you're telling me just if it's like wet out? Yeah, sure. If it's Thanks. dry, I probably don't care. Then I would agree with you. That's fine. Okay, that's fine. But I don't like, want to track. Wet, don't track your mud in. No, I don't want to track. I'm going to be like what I do with Bo. I'm going to be like, let me see the bottom of your feet. Let me wipe them. Okay, no, we have to do it. Why are you? We do this every time. I don't know why you're resisting. Like we don't do this every day. That's what I'll say to you. And my least favorite houses are the... Did you see that Curb Your Enthusiasm where the guy tried to make him take his shoes off? Yes. Okay. Okay. So (laughs) the least favorite, though, are these clowns that get, like, 50 pairs of, like, slippers. And they're like, but I have these slippers for you. Fuck you. I don't want to wear these used slippers. You got slippers. I do not have slippers, but I absolutely, at another house, had booties. Absolutely not. I will Is leave it fair your house. that it was COVID times? No. No. Okay. She oh, yeah. I caught COVID no. from my my carpet. You're right. When You're has right. that ever happened? It, listen, we were all confused at the start of it. <laughs> I'm bullying you right now. Like, you have a solid position, and I'm, like, beating you down until yeah. you relent. I'm, this is what my <laughs> husband deals with. Bless Maybe him. Kelly is your BFF, because... <laughs> I can't wait to make her listen to this. Yeah. I love you, Kelly. You're the oh, best. We do. We love you, Kelly. And so much. I guess I'll take my shoes off wherever, but. Shout out to Kelly. No booties and no slippers. I'm not doing that. Okay. Let's wind it down. God. Let's. The, I love hearing the history of jaywalking. Who knew? Auto Thanks. industry. This kind of feels like similar to when the uh, like toothpaste industry invented mouthwash yes like a fake problem i'm like the halitosis thing coming from the gal who has possibly one cavity but maybe no cavities what do you mean you have a hype you they said they somebody who cleaned my teeth was like you might have a cavity here but i have when you said somebody who cleaned my teeth do you mean a hygienist i mean a hygienist in costa rica (laughs) Right. Who was okay. the best? Fair enough. And okay, she was so, like, you should get that checked out when you go back to the States. And you haven't yet. Nope. What do you think the odds are that it's true? Because you have 40, no 48%. Cavities. You have no, no cavities, cavities right now. None. Zero. Which two? Never is had it? one. Don't even know what it's like. Not the hopeless one. We're fine. It's like one back here. I don't feel anything. It's been All right. about a year. When are you going to go? Uh, <laughs> she's like a booked solid. As soon as I, as soon as I get health insurance transferred to the state, Good I'm kind grief. of. I I reached out. I made that phone call, like the, to like typed in like health insurance. Now I'm getting like bombarded with phone calls. Every that that's probably who's interrupted us four times since oh my we've been gosh. on the phone because like my phone keeps blowing up. You know how they do that? I do know. I hate it. So, all like, right. And well, after moving, I've like. 
I don't like that middleman, like the brokers. <laughs> right. You have a bad taste in your mouth. Really bad taste um, in your mouth. We also have a bad taste in our mouth about human tacos um, and also systemic racism in the form of Abercrombie's exclusionary and discriminatory practices. I am definitely going to watch that documentary. Yeah, it's it's called White Hot. It's on Netflix. It's worth watching. Oh, for sure. Um, And also watch the Up series, 63 Up. Yes. It's hard to watch now. You have to watch it on BritBox, which is not. Oh, oh, hard to watch is in hard to find. Yeah. Hard to find I, and I hard to watch. Saying, I'm like, no, you just have to understand that that's before documentaries were like music videos. <laughs> well, right, because I've watched all of them, 7 Up, 14 Up, 21 Up, 28 yeah. blah, blah, blah. Um, but most people don't have that common kind of time. So maybe do like 14 Up and like do yeah. like three of them. 21 Up is good, though. I love 21 Up. When they're adult, that, that's like what I like those. Things ones. start and changing. Like the, yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. I like that one. Yeah, because the premise was trying to talk about the English class system Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and whether it was predictive of, like, you're just destined for this or you're destined for that. If you are part of our documentary club, I think this is a nice follow-up or kind of pairs well with the three identical strangers that we watched. Yeah. In a strange way. Like, I felt like when I watched that, there was a lot that I, like, mentally referenced yeah, when, like how yeah. we become who we become. Correct. Yes, I like that pairing. Um, don't murder your husband, but more importantly, Same. don't blog about it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Mm. But they all do. They can't help themselves. And don't OJ, lie about if tr- I did it. Come on. being the first anything if you aren't influencers. Oh, I'm still mad about that. Even Amelia Earhart's mad about that. <sighs> She's rolling around in her wave. Stop. That was adorable. I can't believe it rhymed with grave, too. I mean, so good. Thank you, God. Okay, anyway, carpet, blah, blah, blah. Um, Don't forget to subscribe. Leave us a five star review. Tell a friend. If only for Susie's wave pun. (laughs) If only for that. We'll see you next time. That's five stars. Bye. Bye.